Mega City Seoul is the talk of the town these days, as a ruling party actively seeks to integrate Kimpo and other adjacent cities in Gyeonggi-do province with Seoul. Amid hopes and concerns, questions are being raised about the feasibility and, of course, the pros and cons of the incorporation. Would the decision be for the better or for the worse? You can argue both sides. For some clues, we've invited Professor of Urban Engineering at Hongik University's uh, Professor Won Jong-ho joining us via Zoom. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Uh, thank you very much. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, so the, I think the biggest question here, Professor Wan, is can we do it? Kimpo feels geographically far removed from Seoul, which is one of the criticisms. Uh, but nonetheless, the ruling People Party has officially announced that it will seek to incorporate Kimpo City into Seoul for various reasons. But some are slamming the plan as downright impractical and unrealistic, including but not limited to the Gyeonggi-do province governor, Kim Dong-yeon. Is the integration feasible and are there certain conditions that are required to actually integrate these two separate cities? Um, yeah, thank you for the question. So uh, regarding the feasibility of um, integrating two different cities, uh, uh, there are three big um, uh, conditions to be considered. And so according to the relevant laws, such as the local autonomy law, which is 지방자치법, and um, the heads of the local governments needs to reach an agreement about the, the integration. Mm-hmm. And also those such um, agreements should be considered by the local council. And last but not the least, actually most importantly, the, the opinions from the local residents should be fully considered. So this means that the, uh, the local council and the uh, the leaders needs to uh, uh, needs to hear from the di- needs to collect diverse opinions from local residents and that is what they are planning for this month I guess I'm not sure when is the right uh, day for that mm. and um, actually many in some cities in Korea has some experience about the integrations uh, to the separate cities and which took about uh, several years and a, a long time and so in this sense, the ruling party are planning for, are pushing for the enacting a special law to simplify this difficult uh, legislation process. Mm. So to sum up, it is not completely uh, impractical, but it, it is a, it requires a meticulous several steps. So yeah, it will take some time. And it, it seems that you can argue both sides. Is it is it for more good of the Kimpo citizens? Would it be good for Seoul City or would it be bad? And of course, the ruling party who is pushing forward this plan is saying it's for the greater good, I suppose. The ruling party argues that the integration will contribute to mutual growth of Kimpo and Seoul. Uh, and they tout two cities' competitiveness, sort of our competitive edge. So what exactly does a city's competitiveness refer to? And would this integration, in fact, lead to an actual enhancement both for Seoul and Kimpo's competitive edge? Um, yeah, so the definition of the uh, city's competitiveness could be understood in various ways by scholars, uh, policymakers or local residents. Uh, it is often related to um, like sh- shopping facilities or um, cultural aspect or education. But mostly we understand uh, city competitiveness based on the economic aspect. So uh, when we look at the articles, we often see uh, a lot of articles referring to industries, population growth, and so on. So the UN Habitat actually measure a city's uh, competitiveness based on 
the environment for business conditions and the population and so on. So, um, so regarding whether the integration will lead to an actual um, uh, enhancement, I'd like to answer that question by providing an example of Changwon, which we, mm. which Korea has integrated several cities uh, several years ago. Mm. So um, just right after the integration, the GRDP and the population size has increased in Changwon by just simply adding up the industries and population. And right now, actually, Taiwan is experiencing some um, some extent of outmigration. But I, th I think um, at the first time, by adding up the population size and industries, the Seoul and the Kimpo will increase uh, the economic status, will be enhanced in, in terms of economic status, which is the main point of the uh, the proponents of the Megacity project. Mm -hmm. And I think they also arguing that uh, the increase of industries and the population size will further the demand for growth. So, yeah, that is the main argument from the proponents. Dr. Wan, I think it's natural for us to assume if a city is more vibrant, industrious, and it has more economic and beneficial factors, that the quality of life in that expanded city mm -hmm. should go up. Does it always go hand in hand, or are they inevitably someone who, you know, gets a shorter end of the stick? So um, yeah, that is a very good question. Actually, um, there's a uh, um, so there's a growing attention on the uh, the change of paradigm in urban planning, mm. and uh, previously the main role of, of urban planning was to redistribute the growth of population and economic growth. As a result, um, there were a lot of um, developments on undeveloped area and providing a large-scale housing complex, which caused a expand of the mega city or uh, the central city like Seoul. Mm. And um, um, so as a result, many new towns has been created outside of Seoul, and which was the uh, which caused the urban sprawl and one of the main main point, uh, issues in urban planning. So, um, and also we are now experiencing a huge transition from uh, like uh, in, in terms of social demographically, like right. population structure. As a result, um, like many peoples are striving to think about rather than just simply um, extending the physical growth of urban, we need to f focus on the existed uh, developed land, which mm. is related to quality of life. Mm. So yeah, there is uh, also really a growing attention on those rather than simply uh, expanding the physical uh, boundary of or, uh, urbanized area, we need to focus on revitalizing the existed uh, urban areas. There's two, that is another uh, big um, attention on uh, in urban planning, yeah. Thank you very much, Dr. Wan, for that answer. Uh, so I, I think one of the more immediate resolutions that Kimpo City might look forward to if they were incorporated into the capital city is alleviating hellish commute. I mean, Kimpo City, we've seen the videos of those who commute from Kimpo to Seoul and those crowded train rides. How can the incorporation help improve the transportation system linking the two cities? So yeah, so Kimpo is really widely known for the notorious transportation system, uh, which is due to the overcrowded passengers. So um, let's let's just put aside the, uh, the integration issue right now and just think of simply think of think about how we're gonna solve the transportation problems. Mm. There'll be in general two ways. The first will be um, simply 
um, constructing more built and physical environment by constructing more um, subway lines, subway stations, and installing more subway cars. And this is actually uh, requires a massive investment, which is a huge financial burden for any city. So uh, Kimpo Gold Line was actually supposed to be um, run with uh, four subway cars, mm -hmm. but due to the financial uh, issue, it has been reduced to two cars, subway cars, which caused the main problem nowadays. And um, uh, I, I heard that if we want to expand the system right now, the Kimpo Gold Line, it, it will cost about the money that was originally uh, spent for the construction for the current uh, gold line. Just to add two more. So, mm. yeah. And so another like um, uh, plan was to expand the line nine, which was also abolished because of the financial issue. And nowadays they are talking about the expanding line five, which is also, uh, it's not, it, it, is, it is really debatable a lot. And so, we are not sure about this, expanding the physical built environment. Mm -hmm. Another way will be uh, the bus buses. Mm -hmm. So unlike subway or train, buses usually uh, mainly use uh, the existing built environment, which is road. So I think if integration happens and Kimpo is uh, integrated into Seoul and the administrative uh, system and decision process has been reduced, it, it will be one of the uh, possible and effective way to solve the, um, the transportation problem in Kimpo right now. If we could, it, it sounds like the solid plan. But I mean, again, the question of where does the budget come from? Is in Seoul Metro also strained? I mean, those kind of questions also right. come to mind. But this is why it seems that the devil's in the details and we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Dr. Wan, here's another criticism. Seoul is already too crowded. If you live here, you, you see it. So uh, what are some of the possible post-integration side effects of maybe doubling down on the capital size? Uh, yeah, so um, in terms of, um, so you're asking about uh, what is the, will be the side effects? Yes, of maybe undesirable okay. side effects, right? Um, yeah, so uh, the main, so related to the my answer, in the previous question about the the change of paradigm of urban planning um if we just simply adding up the urban area or adding more population it could cause so since we are facing with diverse social transition like um, the change of the the rise of one one person households and um the uh, population restructuring and um, it could cause some unused developed area and um, like abolish land area, which is which is going to be uh, another financial burden to mm -hmm. manage uh, for a soul. So that's that's going to be another a big issue, and it is like a little bit in an academic term. But the um, the birth of urban planning in the early 1900s uh, was um, was related to the overcrowded cities uh, uh, the context, which is caused by the industrialization. Mm -hmm and followed by the immigration. Mm -hmm. So uh, having more population will will actually um, increase the economic status. And but in the long run, how that have how that work will we need to have more evidence and research about that. Mm. Maybe going back to a question of quality of life. 
the quality of life. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is another huge issue. Uh, Dr. Wan, it seems that the idea for the ruling party is go big or go home with this mega city Seoul project. The ruling party has also said it will look into incorporating other Gyeonggi cities adjacent to Seoul, such as Gwangmyeong, Guri, and Hanam, as part of this so-called mega city Seoul project. Uh, from the perspective of an urban engineering expert, is this the right way to go? Or if not, what are your concerns? Or an inverse, what are your hopes? I, yeah, I think that is that has reasons. It's not coming from nowhere. Um, so let me give you some example about what I just uh, explored uh, recently. So recently, I explored the uh, data, travel behavior data in Gyeonggi Province, and then I found out that peoples in Gyeonggi Province uh, are traveling far more distanced in 2021 than 2016, regardless of their travel uh, travel purpose, like. Uh, going to work, leisure, or shopping, meeting mm -hmm. family, and so on. Mm -hmm. So they are they are less hesitate to uh, uh, travel the long distance. And let's uh, given the uh, diameter of the Songnam city, which is the most, which has the largest population in Gyeonggi Province, is about 16 kilometer. And uh, so people are not hesitate to does not hesitate to uh, travel more than 20 kilometers. Mm -hmm. So which means that the the boundary of cities becoming less distinctive and then actually it is not a physical wall or uh, it is actually invisible boundary so peoples are just um they're they don't they are a little, little bit less hesitate about uh going further okay going on uh, long distance travel so yeah it is it, so it is coming from not coming from nowhere it has reasons so it will be another really important projects and subjects to study how we control that change demand on behavior, travel behavior. Mm. And um, so the meta city is one of the efforts and movements regarding that issue. And it is a, actually, it is not only just about subject of urban planning, it is related to politics, public administration, economics, and so on. So mm -hmm. it is a comprehensive and interdisciplinary subject. Uh, Dr. Wan, here's another criticism. Everything is already in Seoul. When we think about job prospects, culture, as you mentioned, people travel to Seoul and they're more inclined to travel further distance for the cultural hub. And it raises this question of the widening regional gap and worsening imbalance between the capital city and non-capital regions. And I will even go to the rural areas. It's been a chronic problem, in fact. And we want to at least to a certain extent, decentralize some of these sectors away from the city of Seoul. I mean, isn't that what Sejong was all about? Some argue that the mega city Seoul project is headed in the opposite direction from national efforts to tackle that very issue of regional imbalance. So what are your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, so the issue of the uh, imbalance, um, uh, regional imbalance is the most critical points in the mega city project, I guess. And um, the the both sides have their own reason based on different pro different pro uh, aspects. So the proponents of the meta city is arguing that by having a meta city, it will increase the competitiveness, and which against the uh, global cities like New York, Tokyo, Paris, London, and so on. And uh, in the global economic system, like um, uh, competing with other global cities is inevitable. So I guess uh, it has also reasons, but that also can cause a more concentration of cultural and economic potential in Seoul. 
And it is, um, yeah, Sejong is one of the, uh, was the, the efforts to solve that problem. Uh, it is still, uh, we are debating about how it works, but it's actually, uh, when we think about the, uh, the, the number of jobs and people and the, the housing, we are, we are, there's some uh, positive outcomes we can, exp we, we are seeing some positive things there. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it is a really hard question to answer about how we're going <laughs> to solve the imbalance, regional imbalance in, right. in Korea, which is, the 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 most critical issue nowadays but um it is a, a really important policy goal to achieve right now yeah i i'm sorry it is really hard to answer about the question <laughs> dr Wan, i don't i don't expect you to solve the problem itself but thank you so much for your mm -hmm. insights and uh, finally um our last question of the day hopes are high among uh, some kimpo residents especially those who own homes in kimpo city that the integration will drive up the housing prices in kimpo uh, what are your projections of possible impact on the city's real estate market uh, yeah, so the expectation of the housing price in Kimpo, uh, like the expectation of the rise of housing price is coming from the uh, hope that the the quality of life will be improved uh, by including the Seoul system. So in the short run, based on that hope and expectation, I guess the housing price can experience some uh, an increase of prices. But also, it it depends on in the long run. It will depend on the how the the quality of life and also the the travel uh, the problems, uh, which is the current big issue in Kimpo, and how that is solved will be the main uh, the the factors uh, related to the housing price. And also, the housing price is not really uh, the 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 issue of one regional market. All the regional markets mm -hmm. are related. And in the global system, the interest rates and housing supplies all matters in the housing price. So um, uh, anticipating the housing market is the, one of the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> I think. So, but in the, in the short run, it will, uh, I think the expectation will cause the rise of housing price. But in the long run, it depends on how we manage the urban problems. Uh, and issues, I guess. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Wan, for speaking with us. As you mentioned, I mean, this is usually a pretty mm -hmm. lengthy process to discuss the details of incorporating another city into mm -hmm. the capital. So we hope to speak to you again in the future. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you very much. We spoke to a professor of urban engineering at Hongi University. That was Dr. Wan Jong-ho. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.